0: It's us, and it's Doable Discipleship, the show where we help you
1: grow. Oh, we brought that (laughs) back. I'm going to keep it going. We took a week off from that. I don't think you said it last week. And you're Jason Yeah, Good
0: job. Everyone knows that by now. Uh, And speaking of growing, there is a little child... Growing inside your wife's My wife. belly okay, right thanks now. Thanks for mentioning that. There is, there <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, let child. me congratulate
1: you in front of all. Thank you.
0: Our multitudinous list- listeners. If and you're viewers. listening,
1: we're you know waving to the Jason camera. Jason is with child. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, Alicia's with child. Yes, yes. My wife it is helped. indeed pregnant. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we're excited for that. You're due end of June. End is of that June, right? End of June. End of June. So you'll probably see me on this less during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. i have to bring in the B squad. Yeah. As I walk in with my, uh, with my eyes just completely glazed over from <laughs> lack of sleep. Dude, I've been there, man. They would be interesting episodes to do. Yeah. (laughs) Jason, you're drunk. (laughs) Nope, just tired. No, just tired. Yeah, so we're excited. Yeah,
0: good for you, dude. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Let us begin today. What are we talking about?
1: We're talking about uh, fellowship, enjoying God's family. That's what it says in front of me. (laughs) Well,
0: before we, I guess, go full on to that, we should preface this, like, why are we talking about it? Good point. Uh, You probably know by now, unless you're a very unfaithful listener to the show,
1: If you're not to shame you. If you're just coming in, welcome or welcome back if you're a returning listener. Yep. We're glad to have you. End of January. We don't know you, but we
0: love you. Uh anyway, as we kicked off the new year, we started a series going through the four big habits that you've got to have built into your life if you want to grow spiritually. It's a new year. It's kind of new. I don't know. At this point, it's kind of like. End of January. What point do you say the luster of New Year is kind of like wearing off. But still. But it's still important habit stuff. These are important things. And if you want to if you want to be the disciple that you want to be this year if you want to follow jesus more closely this year you've got to have these habits some of you already have them and you just it's just about tuning them up or enriching them uh, some of you don't have them at all yet. It's about starting them wherever you are. We're just trying to help you get going. All this content is coming out of Class 201, which we teach at all of our campuses, Southern California and across the globe. And I think 201 could even be taken online for if you're a part of our online campus. If you're a part
1: of the online campus, there's yeah, there's some stipulations to that. But, but you can connect with Jay Crander, our online campus pastor, mm-hmm. if you don't live uh, anywhere near a satellite campus and yep. you uh, might be able to take it online.
0: JK, so J A Y letter K at saddleback.com. Email We're giving him. giving him a
1: really big plug. He's our online. Yeah, monstrous. Everybody email J Cranda at <laughs> JK. <laughs> Let's spam J. <Jay. laughs> Everybody email JK K <laughs> at saddleback.com. Uh, anyway, is that he's our really online his email address. Yeah, I think so. J K.
0: J A Y K. Oh, okay. At saddleback.com. I was
1: like, I thought just the letters. This is the most
0: Sorry. <laughs> lengthy shout out his email has probably ever gotten. <laughs> Email him uh, if you're not close to a Saddleback campus, but you want to take Class 101 and 201. Get in touch with him, and he'll help you figure out how to do that. Um, he's he's the guy to talk to, good buddy of mine. Um, so do that, take Class 201. We're giving you kind of the flyover just to get you started in this new year, but you should go on and take those classes because you, you, you gotta, okay? All right, we're talking about fellowship, why it's important to be connected to other believers. Jason,
1: yep. take uh, it away. Yeah, we're going to start with this verse from Hebrews 10, 25. From the Good News Translation says, Let us not give up the habit of meeting together as some are doing. Instead, let us encourage one another. So it talks about the habit of meeting together. What we're talking about is uh, small groups. And in having times of fellowship with other believers, yep. and that part about with other believers is important, which we'll talk about, but it's having it's, it's it's usually like a weekly, it could be a biweekly whatever it's a time where you have intentional time of getting together with other believers and spending time together in fellowship, and, and doing out the purposes, too, you know, in time of worship, in time of discipleship, growing, in time of, of, uh, of serving together, in time of, of, of sharing God's word together. Yeah. Um, so those are all things that you can do in a small group, and that's uh, some of the reasons why fellowship is so important. Yes. Speaking of,
0: let's talk about why fellowship is so important. I saw that, yeah. That's the question we'll now be answering. <laughs> we got a few points on that. The first one is uh, we need fellowship because I belong in God's family with other believers. Uh, we weren't made to do life by ourselves. Human beings are social creatures. God made us like that from the very beginning. He says that
1: right in Genesis. Man, was, man should not It is be not alone. good that
0: man should be alone. That is so true. Yeah. So, so well pointed. Better together. Well, well seen. Uh, anyway, so you're not meant. To to, to live life on your own in isolation. We're meant to to be in community together, and we grow together. We help each other reach our full potential by being close together. So, I belong in God's family with other believers. The, the church, the Big C Church, you know, the global church is described in a few different ways. It's described as a flock, it's described as a body, it's described as a family. We are a family of believers abdo- adopted into God's family, and we're meant to to do life as one. And uh, being in a small group allows us to do that. It creates a consistent place where we can come, get encouragement from one another, all the things we're going to talk about in just a moment. But that's that's the starter.
1: There's a couple of good verses worth mentioning here in this topic. In Galatians 6.10 says, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Ephesians 2.19, you are members of God's very own family and you belong in God's household with every other Christian. There's a ton of verses where it talks about being a part of the family, and you are a member of the family. Yeah. Um, okay, number two is, I need encouragement to grow spiritually. Uh, verse here in Hebrews 10, 24, let us think of one another and how we can encourage each other to love and do good deeds. So, what we're talking about here is when you're meeting with a group of other believers, is you're meeting with a group of people who all have the same desire, and that's to grow closer to God, to grow spiritually, to grow in your Christ-likeness so you can encourage each other in that growth, it, it could be, hey, maybe you listen to this show, but maybe others in your group don't. <laughs> you know, As you can say like, hey, I heard this great talk on a fellowship the other day. You should listen to that. Or it could be like a book that you've read. It's time there where you can talk about like the weekend message. Um, and maybe you're going through a, a, a small group study. Maybe you guys are reading books of the Bible together. I don't know. But yep. it's ways that you can encourage each other in your spiritual growth.
0: Yes, that is good. Next, number three, I need accountability to grow spiritually. Uh, And accountability can have a negative feel to it or kind of feel like a bit of a dirty word.
1: You can feel like, yeah, it's to not do something wrong or whatever. Yeah, but accountability just means that there is somebody else
0: who's looking after me and watching my back. That I am responsible to somebody other than myself. That's really the definition of accountability, that I am accountable or responsible to or being uh, overseen by someone beyond just me. And this accountability idea is important in the Christian life because it's, it's through that accountability that we grow by, by spurring each other forward, by watching out for each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having a second set of eyes on your life. Um, you know, there are times where it's good you know, um, to have someone else watching out for the hazards of life, or if they see you wandering into territory that may be dangerous for you, that there's someone there that loves you enough to say, look out, I wouldn't make that decision, or I would tread lightly, or I would do this or that instead, because that seems dangerous or destructive or or whatever. Um, And accountability also has the flip side, not just helping prevent us from falling into danger, um, but accountability also helps us to um, even with the very habits that we've been talking about, accountability is important because you may need accountability to help you stay consistent with the habits that you know you've, you've yeah. really got to be it doing. It helps
1: you to stick with a plan that you put in place. Yeah. And there's no better time to talk about that than in the new year, in January. Totally. Maybe you made a plan to go to the gym every day, right? If you just made that to yourself and were like, I'm just going to go to the gym every day, what are the odds of that happening throughout the whole year? <laughs> Potentially slim. <laughs> but if you have a buddy that you're accountable to, you're much more likely to stick yeah. to it. Right? We see
0: the pattern at the gym. This, it's real crowded right <laughs> yeah. now, but man,
1: does it taper in a month yeah, or two. It, it's the same with spiritual growth, right? If you, it, like maybe you've said, like, I want to read my Bible every day. I want to have a quiet time every day or whatever, you know. And perhaps you can do that for a while on your own, you know, But it's but you're more likely to stick with it if you have somebody that you might, my talk with every night and it'd be like, Hey, so tell me about what you you know, read in the Bible today or whatever like yeah. that. And so, you know, it's, you're accountable to that person. Like I want to, you know,
0: yeah, Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen: people learn from one another just as our iron sharpens iron. This is a, the like kind of the classic verse on this. Uh, just as iron sharpens iron, so people learn from each other. So a friend sharpens a friend. Um, and again, this can be in, in the positive or negative terms, like preventing me from danger or spurring me on to, to doing the things that I know. I should do. Um, Hebrews three thirteen says, "Every day, keep encouraging one another, so that none of you is hardened by the glamour of sin." So we watch each other's backs within the family of Christ. We help each other become better through accountability. That's all we need to say about that.
1: Great. Uh, our next point and why is f- a fellowship so important is Christ is present when we f- fellowship together. Matthew 18, 20 says, For where two or three come together in my name, I am there with them. And a big part of this is, is, is the focus of, uh, of of being together as a family and of brotherhood and, it, and of, of that camaraderie that comes with mm-hmm. fellowship um, is, is you are meeting, and it's, it's two believers, two sons or daughters or sons and daughters of God that are coming together. It's, it's a family a gathering and Christ is the head of the family. Yeah. Good.
0: Number five, there's uh, power when people pray together. Uh, this is important too. Matthew 18, 19 says, whenever two of you on earth agree about anything uh, you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. So there is something, and we don't know all of how this works exactly. We just know that there is something spiritual that happens when multiple believers come together to pray for something. Yeah. And it does this is not let's not let's not read this passage too aggressively here and take it to mean like so like are the prayers that I pray on my own weak or some or somehow like less lesser or something like that? That's not I don't think that's really what this passage is saying. It's just saying that that God is pleased when believers come together in agreement and unite on something because unity is a as a as a big symbol and not a symbol. Yeah, unity is a big indicator of health in the family of believers. Yeah. So when the unity happens within the family of believers, um, you can be more confident that the kinds of prayers that they're going to be praying are going to be the kinds that are uh, pleasing to God, and that mm-hmm. will move him to action.
1: Yeah, I think, it too, I, um, I, I like to give out song recommendations on this show. Well, yeah, like the once, one other one I've once done. before, I think. But it got a comment of somebody That's who enjoyed that song. Uh, so I'm going to give another one. There's a song called "When We Pray," and we sang it a lot at church when we were doing the 40 Days of Prayer campaign. And I hear it all the time on the radio now. I believe it's by Torin Wells, mm. and it's a great song. You know, it's it's a, "When We Pray." Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. It's that great. was so good. Hey. hey. Round of applause. A little, Jason. A little golf clap there. It's a nice little. Anyway, it fits right into this idea that Doug was just talking about. Yes. Um, number six, fellowship is a witness to the world. John seventeen twenty one says, "My prayer for all of them is that they will be of one heart and mind, so the world will believe you sent me." Um, guys, you know what's cool? There's over like two billion Christians in the world. Mm-hmm. We are all members of the family of God. And it's so cool to think of fellowship. You know, I, I have a great example of this that, that I will give. My wife was in the Philippines last year. Um, her dad passed away. and She went t- uh, to where her, her dad and her mom were living in the Philippines. And it was a hard time for her after her dad passed away. But we have a Saddleback campus in Manila, uh, which is is where she was. She was about like an hour away from that campus, but she got to go to one of their nights of worship, hmm. and she had only met one of the people there before because they had moved there from here in lake Forest and you know, but she felt totally at home because she was with her brothers and sisters in the church yeah. it It felt like you know it felt like she could you know worship and and be loved on. Um, a, 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 as if she was at her home campus here. Yeah, and there's something so cool about knowing that that the body of believers is everywhere. Yeah, and 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 we are called to love each other, and be with each other, and care for each other, and fellowship together, and pray for each other. Yeah. There's something so powerful about that. Yeah. That um, it's just, it's such a cool thing to think about. So powerful that Jesus himself
0: said that it is by your love for one Mm -hmm. another that the world will know that you're my disciples. Yeah. Like, this is what Jesus said would be the most powerful proof to the world that God is really in us, um, simply our love and care for one another. If we fail to do this as Christians, we're not just failing our brothers and sisters, but we're failing the world that needs the witness of Christ through his followers, you know? It's important. But yeah, you're right. It's it's crazy how like you can travel the globe even if there's a language gap, you can still there's just something about the family of believers that you just feel this immediate kindred bond mm-hmm. with other believers even if there's a language problem. Yeah. You know, you just you're like I know I'm among family, you know.
1: A big part of that's the it's the Holy Spirit, man. Exactly. That's really
0: cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's 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 all of it. Yeah. And then number 7, uh, I'm obligated to serve every other Christian. So part of why we need to be in community is not just for the benefits that come to us, um, but also because we can supply help to others when they need it, you know? Uh, our small group is a chance for us to love other people who are in need. Um, and not only that, your small group can also team up to help people outside the group as well.
1: Yeah, it, So there's a twofold Yeah, deal there. it can be hard if you're, especially if you're part of a big church, it can be hard to be like, Oh, I'm supposed to love on everybody like how can I you know do that? there's so many people, but yeah. if you're a part of a small group, then you really get the chance to love on like a group of people and yeah. like y- you know you can serve them administer to them and and whatnot and um yeah it's just it it allows for love and action yeah. a little bit easier
0: yeah it like it, it takes the church the big c church yeah the big, especially a large church like ours it, it keeps it from being like this giant kind of like nebulous yeah. cloud of the, people I don't know anybody, and, you know. and it makes it very concrete. It's like, oh, it's these eight people, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever the number is. It's just, it's this handful of people that are in my life that I can love on, that love me back. And we take care of each other. We watch each other's back. We encourage, we, we give accountability. We pray for each other. We read and study together. We do all these things. We grow together um, in a very like tangible, visible, clear day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month kind of way. Yeah. And in my case, we also have like a billion kids that yes, are like swarm around our house. It always helps. <laughs> it makes yeah. small group life a little bit crazy, but we figure it out. Uh, let's talk about some doable steps for people.
1: Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, quickly this idea of one another's. Um, my pastor Rick always talks about how there's, I think something like 58. One I wouldn't, in I wouldn't the Bible. remember. You'd remember. I forget that. the number, but I think that's around where he says it. it you know, it, we know um, this is a partial list, though, because
0: it says partial we do have list a partial in parentheses list
1: in front of us, <laughs> and I'm going to read through these quickly. But it's just this idea of of you can't do these things on your own, so you can't yeah. obey what the Bible says to do if you are a hermit. You can't one another yourself. You can't one another yourself. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, yeah. Think about that. Mm. Put that in your pipe Yeah, and smoke exactly. It. Okay, so here's some, here's some one another. Serve one another. Accept one another. Forgive one another. Greet one another. Bear one another's burdens. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another. Teach one another. Submit to one another. And encourage one another. Uh, all of those things you can try to do just to yourself. It's not the same because it says one another, so that means there's another person involved.
0: Besides, if you start greeting yourself, you're gonna look like a crazy person.
1: Well, I mean, if if you're you know a hermit, it's probably it might be something you do. In it, you know, I'm just thinking Maybe of like the Grinch. If, if you've lost your you grip know, on J. reality, J. talks to himself about his have. You know, <laughs> Five thirty. Have dinner with myself. I cannot cancel that again. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Okay. <laughs> the end. You do know what I'm talking about. No, I just period. want to watch you squirm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so it's it's just like we as as we said in the very beginning of this episode, we are made to be in community with other people. Yeah. Um. And and by the way, if you like, you're alone. T- if you're like, I hate other people. Guess what? You're not gonna enjoy heaven because heaven's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> A whole ton of, of the family, you know, it's the family of God. Yeah. <laughs> a massive room full of bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just camp. <laughs>
0: that is not true.
1: No. no, you can go back and listen yeah. to our heaven episode. Doug Jones does not approve of this message. You know we're, what I'm talking about. We're just kidding.
0: We're just kidding. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's talk about a little bit more doable action here before we, before we wrap up. Uh, the big doable step is is get in a group uh, you probably are in one because we just finished a prayer campaign, and everybody and their mom at Saddleback gets in a group when it comes to campaign time because that's what <laughs> campaign if their is all about. mom doesn't go to Saddleback. doesn't matter. Their mom will still start <laughs> a campaign group. Uh, that's the way it works. You got to get in a small group. A few ways you can do that. Uh, first, a real simple one is just whatever Saddleback campus you attend, if you're a Saddleback member, go to that campus. And there's a connection center. There's a small group table. There's somewhere you can go and say, "I want to start a group" or "I want to join a group," and they will help you do that. Uh, you can also uh, there, we also have a website where you can go and and check out groups in your area, a group finder spot. I'll put a link in the show notes to help you with that. So scroll down or swipe or whatever your app lets you do. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you a link to that, and you can go through the process there. Give them your info. You know, go by location, find a group that's just right for you. And we have a whole. Rather large team of people here at Saddleback, the small groups team, it's a bunch of pastors that would love to get you plugged into a group that would be just right for you.
1: And they'll so, help you to get your group on a track with something. You know, if you're like, yeah. I don't know what we do. There's lots of different things that you can do, and they'll talk with you about that.
0: Saddle makes it, Saddleback makes it extremely easy to start and maintain a group. I mean, we give, yeah. you, we give you tons of free studies that you can get. We give you training and tools to, to do it. It's, it's easy. Like, you just... Open up your home, meet at a Starbucks, do whatever you want to do. It's super simple to do. The main thing is just get with other believers and and start start investing in each and other.
1: Sometimes, too, there's on-campus group options. If you're like, I don't know, I, I don't want to go into somebody's house quite yet. A lot of campuses, like I know at Lake Forest we have one that's coming up, we'll have um, small group studies that are happening on campus to help groups form Um from a set time and place on campus. So you can look at that. That is right. Uh, a second good step is if you are in a group but aren't going to the group, go to the group. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's also good. Attend your group. Man, yeah. I, we, we're a couple weeks off of our group. Man, we, yeah, we had the,
1: we, with the Christmas season that we came well, out of a month ago.
0: Yeah, that happened. And then we also, we had a babysitter that both us and another couple in our group That's were right. sharing. And at the last minute she got sick and bailed, we couldn't get another one. So we That's went from tough. like, so excited to womp,
1: womp, yeah. womp. Oh, that that reminds me—not uh, your womp, wah wah, but just this idea of um, <laughs> just my womp, womp. It, If you don't live near a saddleback campus, but it, or like you know, and you're not anyway. There's online groups, If too. you're whatever Jason's talking about. <laughs> the point is, is, there's online groups, too. There are. So, so you can go through the online campus and uh, and look to uh, get connected with people um, online, and maybe you'll find people that actually live in your area, and you guys can connect in person. There's a good chance you will. J-A-Y-K at Saddleback.com. I forgot that was... <laughs> Jay yeah. Cranda. Yeah, there Man, you go. we're
0: going to light him up. All right, let's end it there. We love you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, and we're going to have a very gripping conversation on the power of the, the habit power
1: of the habit. what's
0: the research say how can habits shape you over time
1: and some simple habits to help you get started
0: yeah habits true or false you'll find out next week true. on doable discipleship the show where we help you grow <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> no. make that sucker <laughs> stick okay <laughs> bye if you're a podcast listener and you enjoyed this episode consider giving us a rating or a review on itunes if you do you'll help other people find us in the future And if you're thinking, hey, listening's great, but is there a way I can watch these episodes? Yeah, there is. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for video versions of these conversations plus lots of other video content. And if you're already watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.